This is Sports Talk with Jack Wilson on News Talk 770, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. So I love this next story. What do Timo Solani, Paul Correa, Dave Andrichuk, Mark Recchi, and Danielle Goyette all have in common? Well, of course, they are the class of 2017. They are the new inductees to the Hockey Hall of Fame. Congratulations, Danielle Goyette, as she joins us tonight on Sports Talk with Jock. Danielle, how you doing? I'm good, and you guys? <laughs> I am excellent, thank you very much. <laughs> I, I was so happy when when, uh, when the list came out yesterday, Danielle, and you were on it, and you and I go way back to our yeah. days at the at the Olympic Oval, and, you know, you carrying the flag for Canada, you know, at the Olympics, it was fantastic. Uh, uh, to tell me the story. How did you get the news? Well, you know, I was in Calgary yesterday, and... Uh, Lenny McDonald called me, but the funniest thing is, I said a number, it was a Toronto number, and I'm like, you know what, I'm not going to answer it. And one of my friends said, just answer it, it's going to be done. And I answered, it was Lenny, and Lenny said, hey, Danielle, how you doing? It's Lenny McDonald. I said, oh, I'm good. I said, and you, Lenny, how you doing? And he said, I'm good. He said, I know you're really busy in the next couple of weeks, but he said, hopefully I can give you a good news today. And I'm like, Okay, and I did, you know, did some event with Lanny McDonald before we played hockey together. I thought he was calling me for an event that we're going to, you know, do to raise money. And he said, no, he said, uh, he said, I have a news that uh, we just selected you to, to be inducted to the, the hockey all the time. I'm like, what? Are you joking right now? <laughs> like, I was so surprised because I had no idea. Like, you know, I had tears in my eyes. Like, it's such a, it's such a great honor. It's. You know, well, something that, as a, and an athlete, like, you know, you, you dream that one day to, to be at the Hall of Fame, but you don't think it's going to happen to women's hockey, but to men's hockey, you know, in NHL, but. You know, it, it was amazing. Oh, what a great story, Danielle. And, and I'm glad you shared that with us tonight because, you know, I, I look back at your career and, you know, two Olympic gold medals, a silver from Nagano as well, eight-time world champion, a silver medalist of the world championships as well. And and, 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 and you look back at your career, and, and I don't think you ever played the game to think, I'm going to be in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Women's <laughs> hockey was just obviously, oh. you know, in, in the gross stages of it. Uh, but to, to now be a member of the Hockey Hall of Fame, you get to sign, you get to sign your audience now with Hockey Hall of Fame 2017 Plasma. That's that's quite an honor. That that's pretty good. You know, like like you said, like when I started to play hockey, I play for the, the love of the game. I'm I'm passionate about the game. I I can watch it 24 hours a day. Now I'm coaching at the University of Calgary. Uh, you know, I have a chance to give back to the game that gives me so much. And like you said, it's not something you dream about. It's something that happened to you. And I trust me, it's something I. I, I can't wait for November 13th for that big evening because it's something that, hey, growing up, I was watching my, my favorite players getting inducted to the, the Hall of Fame because when I grew up, like you said, women's hockey wasn't that popular. Mm-hmm. And our role model, my role models were, were like, you know, NHL player, the Montreal Canadian. And what I'm more proud of is the fact that now, like, you know, I'm a role model now for the younger young girls now that they have a chance to play at the peewee level in all girls team that's something that you know i'm so proud of to to see that because i feel you know i always say sport is the best school of life and 
the more and more players we have play hockey, um, you know, we have better leader in the future. Well, and following in the footsteps of Cami Granado and Angela James and Geraldine Heaney, you know, it's so important, I think, for the women's game. And I'm so glad that the Hockey Hall of Fame opened up the boundaries and started allowing women into it, Daniel. Oh, exactly. You know, when you look at, you know, the, the players that you just named, like, they had a big effect on the games, uh, the women's game. And, and we see, like, the, the women's game, I would say the, the hockey game is growing, like, is the sport that they grow the fastest right now. Like, when we think about it, right now in Canada, we have, like, 85,000 uh, players uh, play hockey in, in women's hockey. That's pretty phenomenal. And that's why we, we've been so successful, too, at the national level. Uh, you know, with Team Canada, like you said, like I, I won a world championship, like, you know, gold medal at the Olympics. And, but at the end of the day, you know, we, we think about the result, like, you know, the gold medal. But for me, it's like the, the you know, all the history, like the, the, the process that you have to go through as a player. You know, you meet so many people. You have a chance to travel the world and, you know, and made some so many great people that change your life and you know hopefully that i can keep doing that with the young players now in, in women's hockey danielle you were such a great skater and, and you played into your 40s which, which is an amazing amazing thing is that what you want to be remembered as as a great skater or how do you want to be remembered because your, your resume speaks for itself you know what? Like you're right. Like I was a great skater. I think I worked so hard at it. Like at the in Calgary at the Olympic Oval. You know when I had a chance to meet you there. Uh, but for me, I think I always been uh, you know remember as an offensive player. But I feel like at the end of my career, in the last maybe eight years, I worked really hard on becoming a more complete player uh, on the national team. But like you said, I think my skating like allowed me to stay longer in the game. I played until I was 41 years old because of my skating. Right. And uh, I, you know, I can say I'm pretty proud of that because it's not an easy thing to to stay on a national uh, national team that long because you know when you only have like 23 players on that team and everybody won your spot, it's not an easy thing. But <laughs> hopefully, people remember remember me as an offensive player, because I this is what I you know I made my money with when I you know. <laughs> kind of saying <laughs> who did you look up to as, as as a young as a young girl then uh, when when you were when you were idolizing hockey players you know what when i was growing up it's growing up in quebec and you know the montreal Canadiens were you know were my idols like sure. the guy Lassar, like the matt nasloon like you know the key like these players were like look up to like i look up to them like it's not just the montreal Canadiens, but the wayne gretzky the mario lemire you know uh steve eisenman this is the the fun thing is like I they were my idol idols. Uh, I look up to them and I had a chance to 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 meet them uh, when we were at the Olympics. That's what made the experience so amazing when you see them like you know wearing the same jersey as you. Yeah, isn't that the truth? You look back at your career and and we can talk about eight world championships. We can talk about you know the two Olympic goals you know in Salt Lake City and and and, and Turin. Is there one highlight that really stands out for you? I know that's a tough question because there's so many yeah. highlights. But uh, but uh, you know maybe your first gold medal you know in Salt Lake. You know what? I would have to pick that one because, like you said, I have so many great experiences like with the national team and you know been to world championship olympics but you know the first gold medal that you win uh for your country i think this is the one that i i, I will remember and it's always going to be special in my in my heart 
Where do you think women's hockey is now, Danielle? You know, we've had those conversations. We had some great women's teams at the Olympic Oval with the Oval Extreme. They were dominant teams, mm-hmm. and, and, yeah. and, and sometimes that was bad for the game because you were so dominant, uh, no one yeah. could even compete, you know, with the Oval <laughs> Extreme. But, yeah. but now you're coaching, you know, obviously you have a very good team at the University of Calgary. Uh, that's important. We, we see, you know, the growth of the Canadian Women's League and, and you know, the, the U.S. Pro League. It's, it, it's still on a little bit of shaky ground as far as I'm concerned. Uh, where do you see the future of women's of women's hockey maybe not on the on the national front uh, because i think it's very solid there and, and the olympics yeah. front but just just from a professional standpoint like i i feel like you said like university level it's it's getting better and better it's you know we have that but uh if you look at the last world championship uh you know canada lost three three games at the world championship and won one and end up with the, the silver but uh you know the other country for me are coming it's close it's getting closer and closer and i feel like the next olympics we're gonna have some good caliber and good games because uh we forget sometime how much better like sweden and, and finland are getting like russia even uh you know i have a player i had two players from russia playing on my university team at university of calgary because they're coming they're coming here now they want to learn the game they want to you know train full time Something like it's hard to do sometimes in, in Finland and Sweden because they don't put as much money in their women's program, hockey program, uh, as, you know, Canadian and, and U.S. But, um, you know, the game, I, I thought from 98, I, I thought we would be a little bit farther in the game with the women's hockey, that women's hockey would be able to make money uh, right now. I, I know this year with the, you know, with the China coming into the National Women's Hockey League that right. they're going to bring money into the league and, um, be able to play their players, but not enough to, you know, to have a, a big salary and just leave from that. But hey, it's a start. And I feel like, you know, sometimes you have to start a little at the lower level, but make solid step. And hopefully it's going in the right direction because with the Olympics and women's hockey, you have, you know, everybody is like cheering for you every four years, but we would like that to happen like every year, and, you know, every winter. <laughs> well, and the nice thing is that the young ladies that are now playing the game, they can look up, you know, to some, some great women athletes that are certainly out there today. Danielle Goyette is a, a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock. She is a class member for the Hockey Hall of Fame in 2017, going in with Timo Solani, Paul Correa, Dave Andrichuk, and Mark Recchi. Uh, do, do you know any of these guys? Have you met Timo? Have you met Paul Correa? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Obviously, yeah, yeah, with yeah. Uh, with Paul, yeah. So tell me some stories yeah, about okay. them. I, I met Timo at you know the last Olympics. We had a chat. Like I I know Mark. Like I I've been around, but uh, I don't know as much like Dave and and Paul Correa. But you know Paul Correa is a player that I look up to because he's he was so small in an AHL, but he was so gifted and fast and so much skill that it's you know I can't wait to be around them. That's why because it's people that I look up to as a player and to be inducted with them it's it's pretty amazing to, to you know I'll be able to stand beside them and enjoy the moment. I, I, I just can't imagine November 13th you said eh? November yeah. that's yeah. the day you can have lots of fr- friends and family uh, along with you? Yeah like I, I got a lot of uh, emails and texts today <laughs> and uh, a lot of my family members and friends want to be, be part of this big event and uh you know what? Hopefully, we can bring as much people as we can because uh, it's going to be hard to make a decision of who's coming and who's not. <laughs> well, isn't that the truth? Hey, when you look back, you know, as a, as a young girl playing the game and to where you are today, who made the biggest influence? You know, in your game, who who put you on the path to become a world class hockey player? 
You know what? Like, I think it's it's a passion that I had when I was young. But one of uh, my good friend here in, uh, in Montreal, uh, she was a big influence on me, like, you know, how to, to train on and off the ice and how to, to work hard every day. Uh, but, like, if I look at the national team, like, you know, from 92, uh, Cassie Campbell was, you know, somebody that I was really close on the, on the team with. And she was really honest all the time with with me and always challenged me to be the best I can every day. And I did the same thing with her. And I had a chance to play with, you know, Haley Wittneiser, like good friend of mine now. Uh, it was, um, you know, she, she we were so competitive, the both of us, we were pushing each other to be the best we can be. And uh, we're so competitive, competitive each other that it was not always easy to be on the same line. But you know what? I think Wick pushed me to to be the best I can, and that's why I last so long. Like she pushed me, and I was able to play until I was 41 years old. I think Cassie and, and Wick, I, you know, I would say they had a big influence on me and how long I played for the national team. Well, Danielle, this has been a lot of fun tonight. It's great to catch up. I, I hope you don't uh, have a hockey game with the UFC uh, on November the 13th. Hopefully, uh, uh, you know what? I'm going to have to miss a weekend, but that's okay. I think they're going to understand. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're going to understand as well. Yeah. Uh, thanks a lot, Danielle. It's it's a great story, and I'm so happy for you. So uh, you enjoy it, okay? Okay, thanks, Dad. You betcha. Danielle okay. Goyette, uh, Hockey Hall of Famer. That's uh, I think that's very, very cool. Going in with uh, Paul Correa, with Timo Solani, uh, along with Dave Andrachuk, Mark Recchi as well. Uh, don't forget Coach uh, Der- uh, Claire Drake. He is going into the Hockey Hall of Fame. So is the uh, Bruins owner, Jeremy Jacobs, a very, very big class. I, I am a little disappointed that, uh, you know, a guy like Theron Fleury is overlooked again. And, you know, I, I think Paul Correa has Good numbers and probably should be a Hall of Famer. But I, I look at the numbers that Paul Correa has, and I look at Theron Fleury's numbers, and I, I do wonder why Theron Fleury is, has been overlooked again. And and I know uh, you can look at the the backstory. You can look, you know, at at, at you know some of the issues he got uh, got into off the ice. Uh, but hey, Theron Fleury won a Stanley Cup, won an Olympic gold medal, and, you know, has the numbers to be a Hall of Famer. So I am a little disappointed that, uh, you know, Theron Fleury was overlooked one more time. But uh, congratulations to Danielle, congratulations to Paul, congratulations to Timo, to Dave, and to Mark Recchi as well. we got to take a break here on Sports Talk with Jock. We're going to wrap things up, a little more football talk, and, of course, we're going to get to the Sports Geek of the Day. Go nowhere. Keep it locked on. Oh, oh before I go anywhere, I almost forgot about this. I can't do this. Uh, hopefully you're still listening in because what I have is I have... A pair of tickets to give away to see the Calgary Stampeders take on the Ottawa Red Blacks at McMahon Stadium on June 29th. But here's the kicker. You're going to win the tickets. More importantly, you're going to get qualified for the football flyaway contest to Montreal. Randy Chevrier retired. Randy Chevrier played his college football where? If you can be the first correct caller through to identify the university that Randy Chevrier played at, you're not only going to win the tickets... But you're going to be qualified for the football flyaway, which is Stamps Alouettes, July 14th. Two tickets to the game, round trip affair, a round trip airfare on the private Stampeder charter, accommodations, dinner with the team, and you're also going to win an official Stampeder jersey. Uh, be the first correct caller through to tell me where did Randy Chevrier play his college football? 403-974-TALK, 403-974-8255. Uh, we'll get to the winner of that when we come back on Sports Talk with Jock. Sports Talk with Jock, weekdays from 6.30 to 8 p.m. on News Talk 770 Calgary, CHQR.